I'm Austin Zwiebelman. I'm Jackson Morrill. I'm Daniel Green. I'm Josh Key. I'm gay. No, I'm Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tanner Richard Kraft. Hello. Today we're going to be reviewing a movie. Is my movie. A movie that I got to hunt down. I don't remember much before this fucking virus set in, but I have one memory left. A memory of a movie that killed my boner. We're doing Bloodshot. <laughs> We're doing Bloodshot. Holy shit. This is taking too long to recommend this. Uh, Josh just had a pile of new movies that he pirated from streaming. Not Josh, oh, Austin. Okay. Um, why? Like, this was just strange. <laughs> I just realized I've already forgotten the plot of the movie. <laughs> okay, you, you know. And I uh, live commented play by play of the movie to everybody making cannonballs in World 2 and RuneScape. <laughs> oh, that's who that was. <laughs> no, I was like, I was watching this movie, and I was just, I, 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 it was just, it was getting so off the rails. I was just, am I having fun? Do I like this? I don't know. I can see why this movie has a thirty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, <clears throat> just like before we dig into the minutia, my impression is I'm fine with it. I kept wildly veering between this is the most boring ripoff of Transformers I've ever seen and this actually has some kind of cool things going. And by the end, it kind of mediocred out. Yeah. If we're gonna... So, that's our review of Bloodshot. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. <laughs> yeah, see you next time, guys. If you're gonna say it's a ripoff, at least say the movie it's ripping off. It's a ripoff of the 1992 movie Universal Soldier. What? Yeah, you see, it's... Bloodshot was a fucking comic book that was introduced in 1992. Same year as the Jean-Claude Van Damme movie, Universal Soldier. You know what, that makes sense. Well, Jean-Claude Van Damme, son. I can see Jean-Claude Van Damme in this role. Honestly, putting Jean-Claude Van Damme in this movie uh, instantly uh, gives it at least a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know you if know, that's true. E- even old Jean-Claude Van Damme would probably be better than Vin Diesel. What do you have against my boy? I don't even hate Vin Diesel. I just think he was bad in this movie. He was... I, I mean, he was fine. This he is was Vin Diesel. This does make it canon with Fast and the Furious, but uh, we'll have to figure out how that fits in. Pretty easily. There was a point in the movie where uh, Gina, the, the girl that they fridged so the plot can happen, uh, does the yeah. thing that, that is, is Vin Diesel's weakness. She says that she's not his family anymore. <laughs> you know it's really actually (laughs) telling vin diesel telling vin diesel that she's not his family anymore is actually a grave sin uh i wonder how this is going to affect the next fast and furious movie uh hobbs and shaw already came out family paul walker's gonna die again if this movie had a paul walker death in it billion dollars vin diesel's just like vaguely (laughs) he's just like vaguely hurt the whole movie and they're like what's wrong Vin? And they're like i don't know i feel like i feel like somewhere uh i feel like somewhere uh that somebody told me they weren't my family anymore like well we're, we're all your family oh i understand but uh i just i, I can't shake this feeling <laughs> yeah, jackson uh sylvester stallone is fucking great <laughs>
Vin Diesel is like Sylvester Stallone, but on Quaaludes. Vin Diesel <laughs> wants to be Sylvester Stallone. Oh, I will say only know. a few people cared enough to be mad when I was spoiling the movie play by play. I would imagine there's some guy in the server who's like, I've been a fan of this comic for 30 years and you're out here spoiling it? Well, someone, uh, when I said Vin by Diesel, was just like, oh, you're watching Bloodshot. Because, to my credit, I did not say what movie I was spoiling. He did. I just got a play-by-play of what was going on. That man was Vin Diesel. And then uh, that guy's tried to uh, tell other me to Camelot, and I turned off the option for him to do that, and he told me to turn it back on, and I said why, and he didn't respond again. Wait, they actually tried to yeet you with magic because you were spoiling Bloodshot? No, no, that was definitely... But I wasn't spoiling it, because I didn't say what movie it was. That was... I like the concept that somebody is just like, hey, let me teleport you, and your reaction is just, no. <laughs> I just want to say, that was definitely Vin Diesel. I mean, Vin Diesel is the guy that made a movie based off of his D&D character, so I could totally buy he's out there uh, on RuneScape World 2 at, like, uh, 5 five p.m. in the evening, and he's seeing someone spoil his new movie, and he's like, I gotta stop this. No, it's more like, I gotta stop this for my family. <laughs> my family. <laughs> family. We're just gonna dunk on Vin Diesel. Honestly, I did kind of enjoy this movie. It has a lot of sci-fi elements that I really dug, but I think that this being a movie and it being PG-13 really held it back. And that's ultimately... I don't know if I agree with that. I know you don't 100% so here, agree Here's with the it. thing, right? I feel like if it was R-rated, I feel like it would be so cheesy. Yeah, but it is also a comic book movie. That's something that's kind of overlooked with this, is that it is a comic book movie. It's intended to compete with, like, Marvel and DC. Yeah, that was just... It, it was so lame, in my opinion. <laughs> like, it, it really wasn't that over-the-top to where I feel like if you were to make it R, it would just come off as cheesy. Well, there was the scene where a shotgun shell, like, shreds his face and you see his skeleton crawling its way out from beneath him. Yeah, that was only him. for, like, a second, though. Yeah. And that, that was, like, kind of cool. And, like, I, f I felt like that was a real, like, ooh moment, but then that was about it. Yeah. The, only, the only thing I remember happening in this movie is at some point the main villain's, like, talking to his underling and he's like, What do you mean you programmed our super soldier with open source code? And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. You can, uh, you can open source a super soldier? <laughs> Yeah, I mean... So you open source code, like, doesn't really mean anything. Why did, why did he use the source engine to program nanites? Yeah. I'm just surprised, like... that guy going on fucking GitHub and being like, Hey, I don't make a super soldier. <laughs> uh, my, my nanites aren't... My nanites keep crashing. It's like, Oh, bruv, you just need to do this thing. Uh, uh, let me Let me code it for you. I just did my last commit, and he thinks he's a babysitter. <laughs> the only thing that would have made it more ridiculous if he was like, are you this, this, these nanites are powered by the blockchain. <laughs> oh my god. What the? That's the only thing more ridiculous. Are you referencing something, son? I'm referencing Bitcoin, good sir. Are you funning me, son? P POV, your, your son's boyfriend doesn't know what a potato is. Yeah, this uh, movie runs on diesel. <laughs> <laughs> all right that's it that's the podcast let's wrap it up guys uh i actually have quite quite a bit to say because like as as unremarkable as i keep making this movie out to be i do think it had quite a few good parts behind it i had to 
uh, experience were right in the beginning, like the opening sequence, I was so worried this was going to be the trashest movie that ever existed. Oh my god. That opening sequence, the only remarkable thing I thought of it was, wow, Halo 2 really nailed the aesthetic of Mombasa. <laughs> what I was thinking was like, wow, like, okay, so first it shows them like hugging or whatever, and then it shows them at the market, and then making out on the dock, and then them in bed naked. And I was just like, what? They what? pulled that exact same like sequence in another Fast and Furious movie, complete with woman topless on the bed in a PG-13 movie. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just here like, wait, what the fuck? So did, did like going to the market and buying fish like really turn them on or something? And they just had to get home and immediately just go to town? Fish are hot. I feel like we need to explain the concept of a montage to Daniel. Well, no, it was such a stupid montage that didn't build up to anything. Yeah. And it just well, that's because so it was PG-13. Yeah, I know, but then it kind of also made sense because um, we weren't supposed to know too much about him. Yeah, I, I do think that when they bring the twist in that the movie gets more interesting yeah. because you realize all your notions about it are intentional mm -hmm. notions. It's supposed to be a super cheesy, like, story. The, with the montage, it implies later that it was a, just a montage. Yeah. When they're, like, building yeah, the scene yeah. and everything, and then it only goes to, like, one location that they were, I was like, wait, was it actually a montage of his memories? And he just... You know, you know, you brought up the twist, right. Jackson, but, uh, speaking of the twist... We're not spoiling it in this. Okay. <laughs> we're not gonna spoil Bloodshot. Okay. So they killed Thanos in the first ten minutes. Listen, the twist reminded me of something. <laughs> and I, was it Universal that. Soldier? <laughs> No, what it really reminded me of is when the twist happened, I was like, huh, that's the exact same plot twist that's in Hardcore Henry. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. Or I did see that, but I was so baked at the time, I don't remember it. it it's the exact same twist. Well, Hardcore Henry's one of those movies where the ending made me so disappointed in the entire concept of the film that I gave up. Oh. But it's the exact same twist, isn't it? I mean... I think I don't really fucking remember because it was so disappointing of an ending that I didn't want to remember any of it. Yeah, but he like ripped out the eyeball and and it was like, "Oh." Yeah, I was glad that the beginning was intentionally kind of shitty. Um it was like they, they referenced dialogue later that it was cliché. <clears throat> How did you guys feel when the talking head song Psycho Killer came on and the dude was dancing like he was in Reservoir Dogs? I thought, like, what the fuck am I in Oh, yeah, for? I know, right? That was, like, over-the-top comic booky for a movie that played itself like a Michael Bay knockoff. Yeah, when the guy, yeah, like, right? came in dancing, it, it, it was just like, it's so it's, it's every bad, it's every bad action movie. Yeah. I, I was wondering, do you guys have any ideas for, like, what would be a funnier song or a better song? Because I think anything would be better than uh, Psycho Killer by the Talking Heads. I think because he has that line, I ruined your vacation, that one song where it's like, vacation all i ever wanted he should be a, that, that fucking bit oh he should God. be dancing the bad guy by billy eilish i think <laughs> <laughs> i i'm a pretty big fan of the uh i think what the hell is the song it's uh everybody's happy nowadays i think it's like by the buzzcocks or something like that the buzzcocks i don't know i think a royalty free version of uh, the, the chicken of dance has <laughs> 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 to royalty free it They've, uh, so why would they pay to we just like slow down the chicken dance have billy eilish do the vocals so it can still take place in the xanax factory that we rented <laughs> tanner's very familiar with the xanax factory location 
<laughs> for the last time. I don't, I don't know how to sell you Xanax. I think you know. I know you how just to sell don't... Xanax. You, you just get the Xanax and then you offer it to other people for money. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you sell Xanax. Right. Let me rephrase that. I, I hypothetically. But Daniel, has anyone ever matched with you on Tinder and be insistent that you are a Xanax dealer, even though you are saying over and over again you're not? Tanner, that happened to you? Yes. Yeah. yeah I matched with this girl, that. and like she had a Beastie Boys like lyric. Uh, Beastie, she said she loved the Beastie Boys in her bio, so I sent her an opening message referencing a Beastie Boys song, and she sent back a message that was just, "Can you sell me some Xanax?" So, <laughs> I responded back with. No, what's your favorite Beastie Boys song? And then <laughs> she responded back with, I'm not kidding, she responded back with, Are you sure? Because you look like you sell Xanax. All I said was, I'm sure I don't sell Xanax. You want to talk about the Beastie Boys, please? And then she said, Damn, I should have swiped left and unmatched me. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> what is this about Uncut Gems, though, Austin? If Uncut Gems is the movie that requires you to take Xanax to watch it so you can have, like, the uh, anti-anxiety effects, I feel like this is the opposite of that movie. You have to take Xanax to enjoy it? No, you have to... Jesus. Uh... You have to sell Xanax. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you have to sell sell Xanax to watch this movie. No, you have to take, like, fucking Ritalin. If you you buy this movie with money you got earned selling Xanax, it actually... It's like, they give you a secret file that's a much better movie. It's the R-rated cut. It's the R-rated cut! (laughs) Release the Snyder cut. I mean, there comes a point in the movie with his superpowers where it's revealed that his superpower is that he's a meat shield. Like, taking bullets, he takes bullets like Sasha Gray takes dicks. Oh my god! Oh my god! (laughs) That is a name I have not heard in a long, long time. That reminds me of Highlander 2. I'm not kidding. There's a scene in Highlander 2 that, uh, that has, uh, Christopher Lambert and Sean Connery, uh, intentionally getting shot a lot to play dead so that they can infiltrate an evil base. (laughs) I, I want uh, I want to imagine that scene because I'm never gonna watch Highlander two. In fact, saying its name is against my religion. Uh, but I just didn't want to imagine it to be like the ED two oh nine scene from Robocop <laughs> where they're just getting comically blown apart. Or that one scene where that kid gets assassinated in The Godfather. There's a lot of scenes like that where uh, people get like just soaked with bullets in Hollywood. But this is the one where they're like, and that's what makes him special. Didn't they have a scene like this in fucking Happy? Oh, Happy, the sci-fi original series? Yeah, the sci-fi series. Yeah, that Happy was... Days, that episode where the Fonz uh, does the ending of Gran Torino and takes a shitload of bullets but doesn't die. I said Happy Days, but... <laughs> I kind of want to make a YouTube poop of this movie. Like, remember those things? Remember those things? I live and breathe those things. YouTube poops are still going on and they're still strong. They're better than they ever were. Uh... Like nowadays. I just saw the beginning where they're like, all right, hold breach. And he just goes, Leroy, and just barges in there. And then the rest of the movie, instead of taking normal notes, I was just taking YouTube poop notes. I was like, which of these lines can I contort to they're saying swear words? That should be the next three and a half walls video. Making YouTube poops. I'm down. Uh, Bloodshot yifts in hell with the king. You know, bloodshot, bloodshot YouTube poops for our next for our next podcast blood of the shot yeah well whatever <laughs> whatever we want our fucking whatever we want it to be it's just bloodshot youtube poops i i just wish that uh we had higher standards for our content 
But uh, this that is where is, we're at. That is actually pretty damn high standards to make a YouTube poop in a week. Excuse you. High standards? That implies we ever had standards. Listen, Mirror Mirror was a fucking knockout, and I stand by that. Mirror Mirror was amazing. Not Every fun. movie Three I... and a Half Walls just put out is the greatest movie of all time. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Only thing that rivals it is the Snyder Cut of Justice League. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Fuck you, Green Book. <laughs> we made The Last Supper. Listen, listen, some of Green Book's best friends are black movies. <laughs> what, like bad boys? Yeah. Did anybody else hear the line in the beginning where he says, soup sandwich in here? It's like the first five seconds of the movie. What is it? I mean? remember soup sandwiches. I remember syrup sandwiches. They say all this military lingo and then it ends with him saying, soup sandwich in here. Yeah, that's a military rank. Yeah, my grandfather was a soup sandwich in the mm-hmm. Navy. I think we've re- ne- reached a new evolution of the that's what they called me in juvie joke. That was my rank in the Navy. <laughs> yes! We did it, ladies and gentlemen, we did it. Well, I stole, I, I stole the juvie joke from you so much that you kind of can't go back to it anymore. <laughs> oh, oh, I have never given up. I will die on that hill. I know. And I'll be the one that stabs you through the heart, crying the whole time. I'll never, I'll never forget that moment of Rain being like, wait, wait, I thought that was Jackson's joke. No. <laughs> Josh, as cruel as it is, it's still you violated the law. <laughs> I will not pay the court a fine. This movie had a uh, This Is Katana moment for me. It did. Yeah, the whole movie. No, no. There was one line where I just... It had that ring of the fucking guy in Suicide Squad going, This, this is, is Katana! Katana! This is Katana! She's my best friend! We <laughs> go to the bar Katana! every Thursday night! You don't want to mess with her! Her sword steals the cocks of those she kills! It's the line where the uh, the villain, played by Guy Pierce, is just like, This is KT! And Vin Diesel's like, Katie! And he's like, Initials KT! <laughs> I was just like, that's so fucking bad. I was just like, you could have named her, like, I don't know, Evie or Ivy, but no, you went with Katie. I can't, is like, is her name seriously Katie or are her initials KT? It's like QT, but instead of the gas station, it's a K. It's like Circle K and QT had a baby. Ah, like BJ, as in BJ Blazkowicz. Yeah. What if her name was QT and she was model 1. or 3.14? I hate you and everything you stand for. And she's, for. she's only credited as KT. Yeah. I want to live in a world narrow... where her real name is Katie, but she also goes by KT. Well, they needed a thing, a name that Vin Diesel could say. Kind of like how Jack Nicholson can't do a movie where his name isn't Jack. Well, last I checked, he can't do movies anymore because he can't remember his lines. Oh, God, you have to cut that out. I never stopped Brando. <laughs> But yeah, they needed uh, Vin Diesel to not be like calling her like uh, some sci-fi name through the whole movie. So they're just like, what's the intersection between a name that's sci-fi that this goddamn ape can pronounce? And they went with Katie. I mean, you underestimate Vin Diesel. Again, he did this to uh, fund The Last Witch Hunter, which is used to fund The Chronicles of Riddick, which is used to fund the Fast and the Furious movies. All right, in real life, I admire Vin Diesel because I saw that video of him promoting Street Sharks, or Street Sharks toys on Reddit. Oh my god, yes. Yes, let's, can we throw that video up on screen right now? That's asking too much for a podcast. Vin Shark! Can you bring it up on screen? <laughs> Look at the size of that gorilla. 
Look at the size of that gorilla. You ever done DMT? <laughs> I I uh I, I discovered a a sort of contemporary because we're reviewing this movie way after it came out. Like this movie, we should have done this podcast like a month ago or something. <laughs> yeah, we usually yeah. do I discovered... twenty years after they came out. This is actually very yeah. shut the for fuck up. Standards. Yeah. I, I discovered something that kind of ropes us into being very contemporary and forces me to edit this in the next couple of days. So dig this, dig this. Uh, you know the the uh, the woman that they kind of fridge for a second, uh, Gina. Gina. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, her she's played by Tallulah Riley, right? The uh, I think she's from Westworld. That woman has been married to okay. Elon Musk twice. What? 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 Oh, I shit you not. Look at her Wikipedia article under the personal life section. She married Elon Musk, divorced source. Elon Musk, and then married him again. What? Well, now that's what I, I call am... double dipping. Wait, I... God. Man. <laughs> you that's okay? what went wrong. You okay? <laughs> I hate Elon Musk. God. Speaking of uh, being contemporary, at least we may have missed the window to make anything worthwhile about bloodshot but we did make it just in time to talk about elon musk's child with uh what uh, x archangel 12 or whatever the hell it's supposed to be pronounced no 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 they settled down on a or on a more regular name it's its initials now are kt <laughs> it explains so much Imagine being like, I'm going to name my child after my favorite Vietnam-era CIA spy plane. Who wrote the screenplay? Was it Elon Musk? Elon Musk did not write the screenplay. It was, a, screenplay. it was a couple of people that were, I think, vaguely associated with the uh, comic, but the majority of the staff... The director, he has never directed a movie before. Ooh. And yeah, he used to be a VFX guy. All right, everybody's been shitting on this movie, but I'll come out and say it. I enjoyed this. Uh, by the end, it was just kind of like, okay, I'm cool with this. This would have been better as a sci-fi series, but this is not the worst thing I've ever seen. That goes to fucking Age of Extinction, the Transformers movie. I don't even, like, dislike it or like it. I just, I can't remember it that much. Problem is, all the positive things about this movie happen after the twist, and... That's we like, aren't spoiling. No, it. I, I thought, thought the, the fight, fight scene, scene in the flower, it, even though it was a little dragged on, I liked it. It was a very why? comic booky feel. Why wouldn't we spoil this movie? Who's going to come to us for like cutting edge movie reviews of a movie that came out a month ago? That's got a thirty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Guys, let's go for it. One of the writers of this movie wrote Arrival. What? <laughs> what? You know that is uh what worthy news. Oh my god, now I feel how you guys felt when I said that thing about Elon. Holy fuck, my head is like light now. Wait, wait, this is this guy this is these guys of writing credits. A Nightmare on Elm Street, remake twenty ten, Final Destination five, twenty eleven's the thing. Fuck that movie. Lights out, arrival, bird box, and now bloodshot, and he's apparently writing a movie called Your Name? Oh, a live action remake of the anime film. Yeah. Yeah, that's what your name is. Uh, a, we've agreed that we're going to look at 2011's The Thing at some point, Josh, and you can't stop it. Oh yeah, that's happening. What the fuck happened that gave, that gave them the cojones, the power to write Arrival <laughs> amidst that list of just shitty titles? How like You'd be impressed at the amount of people that uh, are just like single script pass people, where they'll just do an edit pass, 
and gets them a writing credit, but they rarely actually fully write the film. Let's see how many writers are credited on Arrival. He is the only credited writer on Arrival. Wait, uh, so this guy did write Arrival? He wrote Arrival. He straight up wrote Arrival. Who has story by credit on Arrival? Uh, the guy that wrote the original book. Hmm. But that's that. All that is is just based on the story. Um, so. Well then. Yeah, I, I've got. Jeremy I've got Jenner still, like, himself. Sort of, I've got sort of this... a writing like thing with this fucking movie. I feel like the names are just other people's normal names, but with one letter and getting switched. I can't... <laughs> How did this guy write Arrival? Like instead of Harris, they've got Barris, and instead of Higgins, they've got Wigan. They have like seven people writing this movie. No, there's only two writers, and the other guy is best known for Kick-Ass 2, the Kevin James Netflix movie True Memoirs of an International Assassin. Uh, what else? Uh, a bunch of TV movies, a movie called Cry Wolf. Oh, hell yeah, Cry Wolf. Isn't that, I think that's a good horror movie from what I'm remembering. It has a 5.8 on IMDb. He also directed Cry Wolf. Ooh. I know you're going to just continue freaking out about how this guy wrote Arrival, but it's just like, it's also adapted from a comic book. I know, but I just... Listen, you're allowed to have a wrong opinion on this movie. Hey, the director hey, I, of this I like movie, the movie was best known for doing cinematic trailers for video games. Yeah, he never directed anything before. Finding out the people involved in this movie just make it more fascinating. Yeah, believe it or not, at one point back in, like, 2013, uh, the people who were supposed to be at the helm of this movie was Jared Leto uh, as as the star as Bloodshot, and the two directors, John Wick, believe it or not. That makes sense to me. There was also, this was part of a five-picture deal to bring Valiant Comics characters to the big screen. And, uh... A, it got delayed because there was supposed to. There's going to be a sequel to this one, but uh, Harbinger was the other Valiant Comics character. They were going to do two movies on that one, and then there was going to be a crossover film. But uh, they moved Bloodshot up, and now uh, Harbinger is being distributed by I think Paramount. Whereas this one's a Sony Columbia picture. They were trying to establish a cinematic universe based on Valiant Comics, post end yeah, game. It- after it worked De- well for DC. Yeah. Dead ass, guys. The uh, the crossover movie, I think, was going to be called Harbinger Wars. So yep. this would have all led up to another movie that was like X-War, you know, like Infinity War. And then there would have been Harbinger Game, like Endgame. Martin oh, Sheen shit. was originally supposed to play the villain. Yeah, Martin Sheen had to back out because of his, like, family life or something. <clears throat> so, costume department, right? Costume department got to take some of Vin Diesel's wardrobe and just blow it full of holes. Yeah. Like, imagine, like, you've got, like, two costumes, perfectly identical, and then they're just like, oh, this is the one he's wearing for that scene, like, the landing pad in, like, um, fucking Belgrade or wherever the fuck they were filming, and, uh, just just go to the shooting range and just load it up, just make it cheese. That was probably a lot of Uh, majority of this film was shot, I think, in uh, Cape Town, South Africa, and uh, London very poorly doubles for South Africa. <laughs> well, South Africa very poorly doubles for London in the film, I should say. And then buildings set in Kuala Lumpur, I don't know how much they shot there, but uh, there was a one of those like, oh, we're collaborating with the uh, Eastern Movie Industries logos at the beginning of the film, so... 
That's probably where that came from. What if Tallulah Riley was just like, oh, my ex-husband, Elon Musk, owns a lot of real estate in South Africa. We can just stage actors there. <laughs> he doesn't go there. He won't know. Yeah, it's just this abandoned emerald mine. It belonged a... to his grandfather. And she's just like, I, I keep his kids there, and he doesn't. He neglects his children, so it's guaranteed he won't show up. Let's dunk yeah. on Elon it's... Musk. Yeah. No, they yeah. kept the kids there to keep him away. Another thing with South Africa, like, David Wilson was chilling in South Africa, and he's a VFX guy, and just fucking Neil Blomkamp is in town and keeps harassing him. Just every time that, like, they have a shoot, Neil Blomkamp comes on to set and just starts a fire. He's just like, you're in my town now, bitch. You know what? <laughs> There's a universe where Neil Blomkamp directs this movie. What if this is a universe where it looks the same as it does now, but it has Neil Blomkamp at the helm? Do you give it better credit? No, well, yeah. I think it's worse. Then it would have, like, a social dynamic to it, because Neil Blom can't make, can't make a movie that's not, like, Elysium. He, he has to make movies have, like, uh, like social allegories and shit in there. So Listen, all about it's always about warfare. classism. I was just going to go for the basic isms, but sure, let's throw a warfare in there. Why not? I mean, in the case of Elysium, it was kind of literal warfare. Yeah, but I haven't seen Elysium, so thanks for spoiling it. He has a gun I'm in kidding. the poster. He has a gun in the poster. So does Tom Cruise in Oblivion. And what does that spoil? That the movie's about feel... class warfare. <laughs> How'd you guys feel about uh, Guy Pierce as the villain in this movie? I felt like I was watching Iron Man 3 again, so I had That's an enjoyable why it experience. Familiar. Yeah, it's oh the exact God. same twist. I forgot Iron Man 3. It's the same twist it's... as uh, the other Guy Pierce movie. Memento. Yeah. Is it's there... the same as most Guy Pierce movies, let's be honest. Is there anything about this movie that's, like, unique? Uh, it has Vin Diesel. But other movies You have wouldn't Vin normally Diesel. see that in a movie. Oh, there's a dick joke in it. There's a scene where they say, six inches isn't that much. That's unique. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I don't... <laughs> what the fuck is <laughs> Dude asks for a bigger cyber dick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I do remember Is that. Is somebody going like, to flash the Cyberpunk 2077 logo he over was like, this podcast Well, you now? know, it was, it was confirmed today due to the ESRB that you will be allowed to customize your genitalia in Cyberpunk 2077. I know that oh, sounds yeah. like a joke, but I'm not joking. I just wonder what that means. Can I make my head the size of a tennis ball on my cyber dick? If I can't make my penis taller than my body, what's the point? Look, there's a lot of options in real life. When I lost the tip of my penis in a car accident in 2014. God, that's a throwback. I got the new titanium model. I fucking love that joke. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. There's also not a lot of, like, trivia or anything to dig into. Uh, Michael Bay's best friend, Steve Jablonski, did the score, but there's nothing really notable about it. It's just kind of fitting. I went to the IMDb page and like one of the trivia like one of the trivia things is let's see. Uh at one point near the end of the movie, Wilfred Riggins is throwing a basketball while saying Kobe. This movie is released a month after Kobe Bryant's death. Making oh my this God, little yeah, trivia for the famous player. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, because Do you guys think it's feasible to hang yourself with a pair of iPod headphones? Because people weren't saying <laughs> People weren't saying Kobe went throwing things away before he died. That only started after he died. 
I feel like you don't understand that this is normal for IMDb trivia pages. But oh, I feel no, like you're smart enough normal. that you understand it's normal. It's normal, but it's fun to make fun of still. Ooh, I have another idea for the YouTube poop. Do you guys remember <laughs> that scene where he discovers yeah, yeah. his powers and starts beating up the beam? Uh, yes. Oh my god. I was... 9-11 footage. Yes, Spoiler 9-11 alert. footage. No, I just thought it would have been hilarious if that was like a load-bearing beam. Like, the first thing he decides to do with his powers is just fucking collapse a room in on himself. He was laughing about that when he was doing it, like... And someone else is apparently in the room while he's doing it, all swimming and doing, like, Tai Chi underwater and shit. But she should be able to see that. No, that was after. Like, she was swimming after he punched the load-bearing column until it gave up. But yeah, that thing definitely was load-bearing because the whole room starts shaking towards the end of his boxing match. It was absolutely a shout-out to uh, Patrick Swayze's awful Tai Chi in Roadhouse, too. Everything's a shout-out to Patrick Swayze. <laughs> we miss you, man. The device yeah, Barris uses on Bloodshot looks remarkably similar to the Essential Gem, a smartphone that was never produced. It was slated to be released in either 2020 or 2021, but Essential ceased operation in the first quarter of 2020, so the gem never made it to market. I began this podcast by saying Bloodshot killed my boner in a joke, but that just killed my boner for real. I am DB. He's been at least half-masked for the whole podcast, and look what you did, Tanner. You ruined everything. I mean, don't worry, Austin. You're no better than Adam. Speaking of useless things like my dick... How'd you guys feel about that analog car not working out at all? Uh, I was like, this is the most James Bond bullshit ever. I can't wait for this thing to be broken in half. Yeah, they were. he was just like, yeah, bruv, in between, like, bites, huge bites of noodle. He's just like, yeah, bruv, you gotta take this car. <laughs> and the car just gets fucking annihilated and does him no favors. Zero fucking favors. No, he got to drive to Genus. Oh, okay. yeah. That's the other scene I remember, him showing him and be like, babe, I'm back, and he's like, Vin, we've been divorced for five years. Whoa! Not even divorced. They just broke up. They never got married. Oh, they weren't even ever married? <laughs> yeah, no. They ended the relationship after he kept going off to war. Man, I never thought when I got in a relationship with a high-class Marine that he'd be, I don't know, off doing things. He would have active what duty. What do you mean soldiers go away from home? When was someone going to tell me this? Now. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, uh, I actually had the cops come to my door while I was watching this. You'd what? Yeah, the, the police showed up at my fucking door because when that little blonde girl walks out during that scene, I just shouted cucked so loud that my neighbors thought something was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> He's never shouted cucked Wait, you're kidding. You actually before. had coppers interrupt your viewing of Bloodshot 2020? I mean, Jackson, usually I say cucked when it's not merited. When it actually, like, is a cuckolding situation, I scream so loud that, like, cars around me have their alarms go off. <laughs> this means that Vin Diesel has been cucked by Elon Musk. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Ladies and yeah. gentlemen, we got him. Vin Diesel is officially, uh, like, he's on the warpath now. The next, uh, Chronicles of Riddick he makes, the villain's gonna be Musk Industries. Can we make the thumbnail a, uh, Chad Virgin, uh, meme? Where it's, uh, Virgin Vin Diesel versus Chad Elon Musk. 
No, I want the <laughs> thumbnail to just be the last witch hunter in the middle of uh, fighting the guy with the fucking robot arms at the end that I thought was cool, and just being like, where am I? <laughs> oh yeah, the robot arms. This, uh, this movie, every cool thing in it is lifted from Deus Ex Human Revolution. I thought it was lifted from Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. I thought it was lifted from Universal Soldier. I almost said Universal Studios. <laughs> I said every cool thing. <laughs> oh, Listen. Excuse me, are you implying Universal Soldier isn't the coolest thing ever? Listen, John Malkovich was in the zombies mode in Advanced Warfare. Don't come at me like that, Josh. My favorite part about this movie was that the villains were cripples. You know, it's that's what aggressive. Yeah, I, I'm just like, yeah, amputees can be bad people, too. <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant uh, the guy that has been misrepresenting them for too long. The guy that dressed up in outright Call of Duty armor, but with cameras all over him. Early in pre-production, the uh, character was uh, going to be played by Oscar Pistorius, but... No, that was actually, uh, it, it was going to be played by, uh, Miko Scara, because, uh, you want to know what drugs took? It took everything I can see! Can you imagine how confusing it would be to be able to see from, like, five different drones at once? I think that would, like, cause, like, serious motion sickness. It depends, uh, if it's, it's not perceived, like, through eyesight. It's, like, beamed directly into your brain, so it's... Treated more like proprioception, but on a mass scale. You know, but even under normal circumstances, you only are really processing, like, a few things in your field of vision. That's fair. You know, this reminds that's me. Fair. There's that scene in the movie where, like, they're going through it the second time around after the twist. And, like, all mm -hmm. the people behind the scenes are just, like, like the one, the main guy's taking it seriously, but, they're, like, that one guy was just, like, fucking playing video games. I just want to know... Why the fuck they made such a big deal about the Eric character if nothing ever fucking happens with him? Ooh. He doesn't end up like a villain to the hacker man. He just gets... He just doesn't get a cyber penis and gets like vaguely threatened and that's the end of his character in the movie. Well, that's the revenge. He yep. doesn't get a cyber penis. <laughs> that's yeah, all That's uh... all you need in this day and age is just to deny a man a cyber penis and he's defeated forever. Can I get... Can I get nanites for myself? No. But, but Cyberdick. Tanner, you specifically are not allowed to have a Cyberdick. But, but I want my Cyberdick to connect to the Wi-Fi. Yeah, wait, wasn't that the after-credits stinger where uh, fucking Eric's character is just, like, trying to get it on, and she just rolls over, pulls out a huge vibrator, and kicks his ass off the bed? He just kind of looks around, and he swears revenge on Bloodshot, because he's just like, I could have had a Robocock! Wait, Robo when the nanites turn off, does that mean he gets a boner? Because there is blood. Hmm. Are you insinuating that all of the nanites are stored in his dick? So wait, wait. Are you telling me that we can use the nanites to, like, make it so you have a button to turn the boner on and off? Is Ooh, it... I have one. I have one. So you know how uh, when you die, you, you pee and poop yourself? Whenever the nanites get turned off, does he just pee and poop himself? I shitted and farted everywhere. My nanites <laughs> is... Colonel! I just shit it and farted everywhere because my nanites <laughs> ran out. <laughs> this is a solid snake now. During that uh, climactic scene Sir. when he reaches zero, it just, just makes a terrible mess. <laughs> oh, what? so that's the plot of Death Stranding. Sir, permission to leave the station. For what purpose, Master Chief? I shit it and farted. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, this is the first blood style movie. The same way Death Stranding is the first strand style game. <laughs> Isn't same like way Death Dark Stranding Souls was the first Dark Souls? <laughs> Isn't Death Stranding like about babies or something? No, no, Death, Death Stranding is, is about, about BBs. How'd you, uh, how'd you guys feel about um, them not building a romantic dimension between KT and uh, main guy? I like Good. it. I like so it. Happy. I don't think romances are necessary, and it's obvious that it was kind of being saved for a sequel. I'm going to be honest. I think that this movie would have worked better as like a three-part premiere of a uh, six-part like sci-fi or even an HBO series with... Uh, it, smaller budget but same concept just easier to go r-rated and have a more serial style of storytelling that fits the comic book style that it's going for how much smaller of a budget you're talking well this was 45 million to make which honestly the effects were kind of impressive at 45 million uh so i would say like mm, what? 44 million 15 million episode hour-long episodes so at six episodes, it's a bigger budget overall, but it's spread around more reasonably. $15 million an episode is borderline unprecedented in television. Yeah. That's true. Why not? Fuck it. They're trying to make this work. They threw $45 million at it. That's three television episodes. They just gotta double it. It'll be the new Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, every fucking episode costs $15 million, and everyone at HBO is just getting paid way too much. Yeah. Good. What the fuck was a Game of Thrones season eight's episodes budget? Hold on, let me find out. It was the highest ever. Uh fifteen million per episode. It, it, Whoa. it was like it was compared to wait, fifty? No, fifteen. 15. The only show kind of close uh the show's earlier season six million an episode. Yeah, Mandalorian's the only one where just the raw budget breakdown is in a similar range of fifteen million episode. Let me find let me look up Mandalorian budget. I remember it. Yeah, around it only gives million, the total budget, but it, million eight episodes. That's about twelve and a half million an episode. I don't know if this uh, movie would benefit from being cheaper. There's just <laughs> one thing I wish been limited on more so, and it's that it's got a video game camera. What the fuck, Daniel? What the <laughs> fuck is this? <laughs> Stop derailing, Daniel. We're gonna kick you off if you keep this up. You guys notice, like especially in the elevator fight scene, they had camera moves that no actual physical camera could do, and it was sort of annoying. <laughs> Yeah, the entire thing was, like, super animated, and it's the only time where I felt like the CG started to stretch thin. Yeah, it reminded me of that uh, Final Fight in Black Panther that everybody universally kind of says is shitty. It, oh, it, it's Rubber Boys. Like a PS2 game. No, it's Rubber Boys. Rubber Boys. Rubber Boys. Does right. whatever a condom does. How'd you guys feel yes. about Pimpin' Wiggins out of nowhere? What? Uh, yeah, I, uh, sorry, I didn't get that. You know, that's a great point, Daniel. Yeah, but no, I didn't get that. I didn't get um where all that money came from. Well, you know, he just robbed a bank. Oh, yeah. Wiggins was just Makes like sense. Mansa Musa out of nowhere. The whole movie, he's just this like bumbling goof eating Chinese noodle. And then in the last last shot when he wakes right. up and they're in the, the little ending scene, he's just suddenly just got like mad bling for some reason. Oh, this movie is canon with New Girl. Why? Why is it canon with New Girl? Because that's the guy from New Girl. I like that Josh's entire concept of this is canon with other movies is just like, oh, this guy's in this. I'll allow it. Yeah. It's essentially the same character, but with an accent. 
<laughs> you know what? That's fair. I, I have another complaint about the movie. It's that all of the times that he kills the person he believes killed his wife, he's super brief about it, and it feels yeah. like wrong. Yeah, yeah that's why it should have been point. television. Like, he just walks up and shoots them off screen, and it's really, like, inglorious. And I think they could have done that better. Like, I don't know, make the kills more painful. I'm with Jackson on the whole, this would have been better with, an R, like, an R rating. Way better. I maintain that it would have been better not even as a, uh, as a movie, just as a series. I don't care where it's airing as long as it can maintain that R rating. I think AMC it would have been better as a porno. Yeah, me too. <laughs> The world needs to see Vin Diesel's cock. I need to see Vin Diesel's If this was a porno, there would have been a scene where Guy Pierce's robot hand just, like, jerks him off at, like, the speed of sound, and he comes, like, comedically in, like, five seconds. He rips his own dick off, and Vin Diesel beats him with it. <laughs> it's mine. Easiest porn parody ever. I mean, we just call it Cum Shot. Come and get it. It's, instead of that scene where, um, what the fuck, uh, KT goes underwater, there's just a scene where she's just like, I don't know, gets in and is looking pictures of, at pictures of him, and, like, she still gets wet anyway. Like, it's, it's sort of like the through line. We call the movie Cum Shot. This is gonna make <laughs> millions. <laughs> Do you love how her swimming never came up? Yes. yes. Oh yeah. Right? I mean, her power comes up, but they're not swimming. The thing is, the rebreather just that's it. Hold we her gotta breath give her a reason to not breathe. Yeah, they gave her a reason though. She uh, smoked out the entire room with tear gas and was fine. Yeah, yeah it okay. captures uh, what's his name, Big Shack. She captures him with a cigarette. Her Big superpowers Shack. that she had a tracheotomy. Roadman. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we that's... have that. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, it wouldn't it work, work against tear gas. It would still get in your lungs. Yeah. No, don't you understand? Having more entryways makes it harder. Wait, how did All she right. smoke a cigarette? Carefully. Whoa. I don't think she had an actual tracheotomy, Josh. She had a cyber tracheotomy. It's the same thing, but she can still smoke cigarettes. All right. I uh, I have a request for the <clears throat> next time that I send you guys a list of movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. Don't pick the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, okay, sounds good. I don't even remember what your other options were. They oh. were lame. Bloodshot was the ones? only cool one. What were the other ones? Your other options were a movie that only I have a copy of, then Under the Silver Lake, and, Han and Gretel and Hansel. Wait, what Under the Silver one? Lake was an option? Yes, Under the Silver Lake was an option. I, saw, I thought I sent the list to everybody. You people you did. are all idiots. How, how, I didn't see this list, If I had so. known that my husband, Andrew Garfield, was available, I would have gone for that in a heartbeat. You won't even acknowledge that the Mark Webb Spider-Man films exist. No, I just don't like the sequel. The first one's fine. So, do you, speaking of sequels, do you guys think this would be uh, have potential to grow if this movie wasn't, like, the massive flop that it was? Would you tune in for a Bloodshot sequel? I'm already um, going to tune in for a Bloodshot sequel. I was this about movie's to say, fine. I would not be shocked if a sequel did come out of it. Um, I, I, yeah, if it was on, yeah. I wonder what I'm this movie's streaming revenue is, because uh, we know <clears throat> Trolls World Tour fucking killed it. It made $100 million yeah, in like a that week. that was a family movie. You that say that, a... but this was still number one on Amazon Prime and number four on iTunes when it was released. 
That was a family movie that was 20 Rolls bucks or... a pop. No, that was uh, uh, Bloodshot was oh. number one on Amazon Prime and uh, number four on iTunes. I don't think iTunes. it was 20 bucks a pop, though, was it? Yeah, 20 bucks for Bloodshot. Wow. Man, what kind of idiot would do that? Me. I'm buying six copies right now. And I am wow. talking to the person that bought a Blu-ray copy of Underwater. I actually haven't yet, but I will. Oh. Mm. Commit, damn it. I am, ass. Go to Amazon.com right now and buy three copies of Underwater on Blu-ray. I refuse right, to support it through Amazon. I'll just go to Target like a normal kid. What's up? I will say, when I saw when I was like, where is this? I asked, hoping that it had been uh, acquired. Because I was like, damn it, I'm not paying five bucks for this. Yeah, no one's paying five bucks for Bloodshot. Yeah, that's one thing on at least my movie weeks. I will find a way to get you all a copy of that movie. Especially if it's Bloodshot. <laughs> Austin, I just want you to know, though, because of me being an idiot, when I downloaded the video file to uh, watch it later... Okay, so I installed a video file called Donald Trump's Piss Tape on my work computer, and I'm really hoping I don't have to answer any questions about that. On your work computer. Just show them, just show them, hey, it's the file of the movie Bloodshot that my friend sent I'm me. sure they won't care, but, like, as it was done downloading, I was like, what have I done? Is it Webster still? Piss tape. It's a Webster laptop, yes. They won't know. Yeah. Yeah. Next they time, if you're going to keep downloading it to your work computer, I'm going to name the file Daisy's Destruction. Oh, and just no. get you fired. <laughs> name it Cake Farts. Actually, right, Josh but... brings up a good point. They pr they can't see it anyway. J our IT department's incompetent. Let's just do Take Mr. Parts. Just name it Mr. Hands. All right, let's uh let's do a pitch for a Bloodshot sequel. All right, so first things first, sequel? The Rock replaces Vin Diesel. Uh, already out. I was thinking. So what if... um, that. Oh, go ahead. Uh, thanks. I was thinking, what if there's a guy, like, comes up as his arch-nemesis, and his skin is made of robots? Sold. If this movie gets a sequel, it isn't going to be able to afford Vin Diesel. <laughs> so, it's going to be no, like, Vin Diesel oh, signs on, on to things for no other reason than he likes them. That's notorious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure Vin Diesel's, like, production company has a hand in any movie he works on nowadays. Daniel, That's what's true. Also, he works for like six cheeseburgers a week. Well, we never really saw what happened with that little bit of nano blood that he gave to uh, what's his face. We saw end. it at the end. He still had it. Yeah, he still had it, but we didn't see him with it at the end. So uh, the sequel could be that bad guys get a hold of it and are able to make Vin Diesel clones. Oh, I thought that they were just gonna fucking slurp the blood. Yeah, and then slurp the blood. Just a little bit of a sippy. Yeah. Have a little of blood as a treat. And then it becomes like a Venom-style symbiote. Oh, interestingly enough, I was reading the reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, and a lot of reviews compared this in tone and style to the Venom-Tom Hardy movie. Yeah? The Venom yeah. movie is way, way, way better than this. Why do you lie to yourself? Uh, I haven't seen Excuse the you, did Vin, Diesel, did Vin Diesel go to a restaurant and dive into a lobster tank in the middle of the restaurant in this movie? Yeah. Didn't think so, yeah. idiot. Yeah, did. <laughs> yeah did, how did you miss that part? You, you didn't watch the extended cut. Yeah, I had the Snyder cut. Oh, it's in the Snyder cut. Yeah. Didn't you know Zack Snyder has a cut of all bad movies that make them better? Jackson? Yeah? yeah. Have, you, have, have you seen Upgrade? No. I think you would really like it. 
Nah. Upgrade is the good version of this. Like, that just occurred to me. Like, it's R-rated and it's good. It doesn't have Vin Diesel. I'm out. You know you were such a Diesel stan. I stan Vin Diesel because of the fucking funhouse bit where they're talking about his pyramid scheme to make Last Witch Hunter movies. Stan Diesel. He does he does he does his Fast and the Furious movies so that he can make money so he can fund the Chronicles of Riddick so that the Chronicles of Riddick can fund the Last Witch Hunter series. I mean it adds up. <laughs> Jackson's gonna get me pregnant and then write a bunch of letters to Vin Diesel and when he doesn't get any responses, he's gonna put me in a trunk and drive me into a lake. I bet when uh, Vin Diesel was, like, browsing Reddit or whatever and saw that Henry Cavill was going to play Geralt of Rivia, he just shouted at his screen, I didn't know you could just do that! (laughs) (laughs) I'm out of things to say about this movie. I enjoyed it. I give it six bloods out of ten shots. Maybe everyone say, uh, like, let's let's take Sir Turn saying our piece. Just, like, whatever comes to your mind when it's, like, final consensus on bloodshot. All right. You go first. Oh, really? Uh, I actually liked this movie a lot the first time that I saw it, because I was expecting complete dog shit. Uh, if through the first ten minutes, it gets a lot more bearable, and then never ever in a million years rewatch it. Because it sucks balls the second time. It is just a fucking <laughs> waste <laughs> of your space. <laughs> Alright, uh, next up, I nominate, uh, fucking Tanner. Oh, okay. Um... Honestly, I still can't get over the fact that this movie has a scene where it's like, what do you mean you programmed our super soldier with open source code? <laughs> like, I, I can't get over GitHub's, like, GitHub is going to get into the private military business. Tanner, I, pass I, the stick. Oh, uh, I pass the stick over to J- Josh. They called me Bloodshot in the Navy. <laughs> no one else gets to say anything. That's just how the podcast ends. <laughs>